0: Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show, and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast, let's get started.
1: Your host Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Deborah Ashley. Hi, Deborah, how are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous. Thanks for having me, Starlet. We're going to have a fabulous time. We're going to talk about LinkedIn. We're going to talk about your impact and your website, ThriveVu.com. Can you tell us what your company does?
2: Well, I help uh, leaders and companies to leverage LinkedIn to gain more business and to win bigger deals. It's it's one of those hidden gems, LinkedIn. So for those who are interested, I help them to really navigate that space and, and gain more business.
1: Yeah, So LinkedIn is what I called earlier, you're stomping ground and you're just helping people maximize their profiles and their engagements.
2: Yes, I build out, uh, I have a 20 year background in, in marketing strategy. So I actually build out their entire strategy from their profiles all the way to to book in sales conversations.
1: Yeah, all those messages that get sticky, how you respond to the ones you want and the ones you're not so sure you want. Exactly. And I discourage, I would discourage all those messages because there's
2: just so much spam on LinkedIn nowadays. So we found, we find other ways to
1: go about it. Bring in the right people. It sounds like. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you said you have a 20 year career and LinkedIn has, has it been around 20 years? I'm wondering what did you do before LinkedIn?
2: So about six years ago, I have a twenty-year background in marketing. About six years ago, I left the corporate world. I was, you know, pretty much what you know everyone's dream of um, a great position, six-figure career. I was one of the top uh, revenue generators in the company, but I was just bored. Mm-hmm. You know, typical of a high achiever, we're always looking for something different. Um, so about six years ago, I left the corporate world. I found this whole world of online business owners who are great at what they do, but they're not great at marketing what they do. And sometimes they're intimidated. And that was what I do. So, you know, I, I jumped right in. It was intimidating, obviously, at the beginning, but um, right. you know, jumped right in and it's been exciting for me ever since.
1: Good. Yeah, it was over at your website, ThriveU, and I noticed um, the phrase hidden figure. So yeah, in the corporate world, you were your hidden figure there. And now, you know, you've got your own company, your own um, projects and services. And uh, it sounds to me like that's what you're doing for these small business owners.
2: Exactly. For a lot of people, you know, obviously, they're, they're just like brilliant at helping their clients get results. But especially on the online space now, and over the last year with the pandemic and all of these companies and just professionals in general having to come online, no one knows who they are. They're completely invisible. They've made an impact on, offline, but mm-hmm. online, they don't know how, where to start. So yeah. that's where I come in. Yeah. I imagine
1: you're getting a lot of those late adapters.
2: Yeah, a lot of late adapters. You know, my thing that I've always said, I've never been one to try to prove to people that LinkedIn is for them, but then you see the people who are kind of being left behind. So I do what I can. Like I spend a lot of time um, on LinkedIn putting out content, you know, as we talk about thought leadership and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for me, it's making sure that the right people get visible because I've always you know, lived in a world where confidence is what sells and you have these people who are not that great at what they do, but they're very confident (laughs) right? um, and they get all the business. My goal is to make sure that the right people are still secure in their space in their market. Mm -hmm. So yeah, super important.
1: Yeah. And I think another important aspect that I noticed on your website is that you're aligning with brands that mean something to you. So I imagine that's really great fuel for your passion.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, obviously my goal is to make sure that we have, you know, good in the world. So Mm -hmm. if I can help to elevate their voice, then then that's good enough for me. So,
1: yeah. So let's talk about your voice and what do you think being a thought leader means?
2: Well, what I've discovered over the years, because when I first got online and I had major um, imposter syndrome, I when I got online, mm-hmm. um, I started off on Instagram, I played it really, really small, I labeled myself as a social media manager, even though several coaches were like, um, I've seen your background, you're not a social media manager, <laughs> still not a big deal. Um, but I started to put out content on Instagram, but I, I just didn't know what I was doing, you know, obviously business yeah. business owner online, but I was just sharing marketing content. And I had a bunch of people starting to call me a thought leader. And I was like, okay, I don't think I'm a thought leader. <laughs> But, you know, as I discuss with clients too, it's really about inspiring others with what you share and your voice and fresh ideas and mm-hmm. things that they have not heard before. And also not only that they have not heard it before, they haven't heard it said in a, a specific in that way. And I think because I carry my, you know, my background where I did the work and I was in the field mm-hmm. and I, I saw the results or the mistakes or, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. I've been able to share from that space of, okay, you know, you can do X, Y, and Z, but it's not going to work unless you have uh, something in place too. Just like, almost like when we think about LinkedIn, you can share content every single day and you can have the great, the the best copy in the world, but unless your profile is set up in a particular way to position you as an industry leader and to Mm -hmm. attract people, then you're not going to get found. And obviously if you're not found, you're not considered. Um, so there's all these things that people do in the online space to attempt to position themselves as an industry leader or a thought leader, mm-hmm. um just not get interaction. So mm-hmm. in, to inspire is where I think is a great distinction.
1: Yeah. So the impact that you're having really is with these people. One, you said that they're not um getting their message out, but then two, some of them don't really think LinkedIn is for them or um you know, maybe the people that you think that they should be working with might be um, you know, a little bit maybe too big fish or something. So what are some other barriers that you're working to impact and to help change people's minds around LinkedIn?
2: So I can tell you this, you know, the interesting thing, and this is like I mentioned before, this has been over the past year, and we've probably all experienced it with these companies, even using Zoom. Right. And, you know, these are these big brands, they don't even know how to use Zoom, they don't know how to use different things. And I've worked with the A few brands who just had conversations with some major billion-dollar players, and the little things where they're being left behind because they were not um, online—it's impacting them right now. So I think, from our standpoint, we think, "Oh, well, you know, I can't get a contract with a larger company, or I can't do business with them because they already know all of this stuff." I'm going to tell you right now: there's a lot of things that they don't know that you know. Possibly, you know, anyone watching this, listening to this. That's your expertise in these companies. It doesn't have to be a big brand, but these startups, uh, these mid-sized companies, these larger companies, they need your expertise and they need your voice to understand what's working now and how to do it differently.
1: Yeah. Um, this is way out of left field, I think, but I'm thinking, okay, so what is the other LinkedIn that like in two years from now, if we're not on now, we're going to miss that boat kind of like, and I, I don't know what the answer is to that, but that was coming to mind. Um, and definitely something I'll look to thought leaders for to, to understand a little bit more, right. Cause there's always something next, you know, something new and, um, and then, you you know, if you're late adapter, which I would say I'm in inter- intermediate, you know, I'm not a, definitely not early. Well, now uh- we have.
2: Clubhouse, right? We have the Clubhouse, which is that audio version of everything. Um, but I, 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 still stick with my LinkedIn. LinkedIn yeah. is uh, where I, where I still hang out and stay.
1: Yeah, I still think that there's a lot of room for growth and improvement over there. Yeah, as well. Any specific stories of a client that you impacted recently? Well, here's a. Um, this is more about
2: uh, people playing small, right? Just right. like I did when I first started out. I have a, a client, um, uh, military spouse. So, you know, for six years of her life, she kind of like gave up uh the corporate world. She had a consultant uh position and she gave that up to help her husband um as they moved to a different city and just manage the family. Mm-hmm. So, you know, around that time the husband, you know, he said to her, Okay, you've you've done a lot for the family. It's now time to for you to chase your g- dreams and do everything that you wanted to do. So she reached right. out to me um and by the way her husband's a naval officer which is kind of like you know major league um in the military right. so when she reached out to me she kind of told me stories about a lot of military spouses who are not necessarily happy about their life but it's like they have to keep it quiet because they're there to to support their spouse so she wanted to develop a mind a mindfulness program for the military to kind of mm-hmm. let them know here's how we can impact these military spouses. And, you know, I'm a New Yorker, so I'm not afraid (laughs) to say, um, I think you're kind of playing it small. So I let her know that, you know, here's the thing, we could do a mindfulness program, or you can position yourself as an advocate and um, an educator for military spouses. So Mm -hmm. companies can have a better understanding of how to work with them and how to bring them into the organization, you know, uh, different things like that. So we built out a campaign around that realm and within two months, Microsoft reached out. So they were developing a pilot program for military spouses to, to um, learn tech and to understand tech and yep. they were in to do the pilot program. So you never know who's watching you on LinkedIn. You never know based on your skill set. You may think that you're, you're boxing yourself in for one thing, but you never know what companies need your expertise. So just a, it's really super important.
1: Right and you could have taken that the other way too like you said you offered for her to like okay you could do mindfulness and that's not just to military spouses everybody needs you know a mindfulness practice or at least that's my opinion Right Um sideline I'm a retired military spouse so I'm really familiar with that <laughs> that role that you were just talking about and yes playing it small you know um and it's not it's just uh we have we have many um many ways to impact the world. And a lot of them are not corporate or align with our initial dreams. So thank you for helping her. That's awesome. Good story. Yeah. Thank you. How does it feel um, when you're able to do that and you hear that positive feedback from your clients? Well,
2: you know what? I'll tell you something. It it doesn't necessarily, it feels good, but it just feels like it's something I'm meant to do. So Mm -hmm. don't celebrate myself enough. And I know I should. You know, the, the interesting thing, and this is when I was still, so in a, you know, we're all playing small in our own little way. Um, but I remember, and I, I'm always trying to see what can I do better? What can I do more of? How can I grow myself more? So sure. even up to three years ago, I had like this ultimate fear of speaking in public. I can do Facebook lives. I can do everything else, but I was just afraid of like doing, uh, you know, uh, this is when of course, Stage stuff. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I decided to put myself out there. I signed up for a conference. It was a 5000 person conference at tech based. Mm-hmm. They decided to pick me to, to speak on stage about LinkedIn. And I wasn't the interesting thing. I wasn't nervous, but I was a little hesitant. I got up there. I started to share about LinkedIn. I walked people through it. And at the very end, um, and it wasn't rushing the stage, but they came up to me, they were taking pictures, <laughs> they needed my business card. And it was super strange because I don't see myself that way, right? We don't see ourselves right. that way. Um, so little by little, as, as little things happen and I put myself out there, I see the impact that I'm making and I see what my voice, um, you know, how my voice is helping others, but right. yeah, it's always, it's always interesting.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. They were rushing the stage cuz you were an expert. You were talking about something you know and you stuck with LinkedIn. Um not that our personal stories, you know, I think those are very important, but um I think LinkedIn that just shows too that you're kind of in the right area for that growth.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
1: So, um what what services? This is real high level. We've been talking about how you helped on help on LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn. Pardon me. But you do audits? And overhauls I'm seeing on your website. So talk us through maybe two or three of the major changes most people need to make.
2: Sure. So I typically do the the biggest thing that matters on LinkedIn is will be your profile, just because whether someone Googles you, they will go directly to, you know, you typically show up in the first or second row um, of Google, it'll go directly to your profile or LinkedIn within itself is a search engine. They find your profile. Mm-hmm. Um, so the biggest thing that I always focus on is that profile, making sure that we have it overhaul just the right way. Um, your headline is going to be extremely important. Your banner image is going to be extremely important. People have maybe the a three second attention span when they come to your profile, right. they want to make sure that you're the right person. Your picture will be extremely important. There's something, you know, for those who are listening and watching, there's a, a website called PhotoFeeler.com. You can run various photos through that website and they will rate you based on, you know, it's for business and you are, you know, let's say a professional organizer. Mm -hmm. This is how I feel um, you rate based on likability, influence, and competence. So I always run everyone's picture through that website just to make sure we're we're, uh, presenting them the best way. Mm -hmm. And another big area will be your about section, because instead of making it about you, you It's about the pain points and the situations that your ideal clients going through,
1: right?
2: Positioning yourself as a solution and the expert that's going to help them. Um, So those are the main important areas. Once you got them, you know, going through those areas, you're good to go. Mm -hmm. Everything else There's so many different parts of that uh, profile, but those are going to be the parts that you're really going to keep someone's attention with.
1: Right. So really focus on what problems you're solving and for whom.
2: Exactly. That's all you need to worry about. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: All right. Thanks for sharing that. And that website was photofeeler.com
2: photofeeler.com. Yeah.
1: yeah that sounds um, like you might need a little thick skin to do that, but you know, take yourself out of it and put your pictures up there. You exactly. want to know what resonates with your audience for sure. That's okay. a good tip.
2: And that's exactly. a free service. It's a free service. Yeah. And instead of asking your friends, cause I have my, my friends are the type that no matter what I put out there, Oh, it's amazing.
1: Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Don't have those friends. So now let's ask someone who has never met you before, but they know based on what you, are, you know, who you are and what you do, how they would feel if they first met you.
1: Right. Yeah. For instance, if you put your picture up there and asked if you, um, you know, look like a LinkedIn black belt, I'd have to hit, you know, yes, of course, 100. Right. <laughs> you yeah. look like what you're supposed to be doing. Right. So that's good. Um, let's. I want to always. We always ask about books and mm-hmm. the books that impacted our um guests' lives. So if you would, do you have a recommendation for your? Our audience,
2: absolutely. One book that I, I is my go-to every single year: the Four Agreements. Um, I'm, a, I'm a personal, a personal development uh, uh, fan. Yeah, so it's about bettering myself. So with the Four Agreements, it's about making sure that same thing: you're removing <laughs> yourself from the equation when you meet someone, when you encounter someone. Um, you know, the the four ones are um, never make assumptions. Um, always do your best. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't take it personal. And then what's the <laughs> last one? I think it's um, uh, be impeccable with your word. So I grew up in New York and it was always about your word is like, all you really have. bond. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So
1: yeah. Integrity.
2: Yeah. It's a great book.
1: Okay. So we, um, I have not mentioned the uh, LinkedIn assessment. So let's talk about that a little bit.
2: Okay. So the LinkedIn assessment that I typically do, we rate it, uh, it's, a, it's on a 12 point scale. We look at things, um, like, you know, how, cause we have a lot of people who have not updated their picture for a long time. I still uh, might look
1: like I'm 22. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, um, you know, do you have a recent photo? And I would typically say this, especially with the pandemic now, how long ago did you update it? Because we want, we have a different thing now. We don't look like we're in the office. We work from home. It's a little bit more casual. You still right. want to look professional. Um, I do ask about, you know, have you had any endorsements? Any, any, anyone endorsed you within the last six months? And I typically look for two uh, newer endorsements. Um, I ask about uh, your about section. Does it read like a bio? Is it in the third person? Does it sound like a resume? Um, I ask about your skill set. Um, I ask about a few different things. So yeah, yeah you want to just, it's a checklist and you just want to check to see if you are, um, you know, humanizing your brand, but also that you're not outdated. Um, because one thing, there's so many different things going on in this world now, but you want to make sure that you're connecting with your audience in the right way. Um, and then they, they see you how the message that you have for 2021 is mm-hmm. what they
1: need. Yeah, they want to make sure you're current you know, and that it's not like a ghost profile. You know, you have so many of those people that have their profile up. It's been up for two years and you're like, hello, hello,
2: exactly. <laughs> not believe. Guess how many people I have found under Blockbuster that are still working for Blockbuster according to LinkedIn.
1: Blockbuster. Yes. More. I mean, if it's more than zero, they're wrong. <laughs>
2: thousand people oh good have, night they have their LinkedIn uh, profile connected to blockbuster and I was mm-hmm. like okay it's time to update it mr so- right. and so right I always use them as examples when I do trade-ins because I was like yeah we, we can't let this happen
1: I mean there's a way to um, link to that history and that perspective and that experience right and you can put listed as a previous job but it's not something that you should be currently linked it's exactly. your point.
2: Yeah, it, it's really, it, it really just means they have not logged into their profile for a while because it, you know, you can update your profile with your new experience, but True. no, their current one.
1: Mm. Yeah. All right. Blockbuster's holding on to those employees. <laughs> it's, it's time to move. Uh, I won't mention any more brands, but there are, there are options out there, people. Right. 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 <laughs> so um, I'd like you to tell us again, your website and what is new and next and, um, you know, where, how people can reach out to you.
2: Absolutely. My website is thrivoo.com, but the best way to find me is always on LinkedIn. LinkedIn LinkedIn is very, it's fun with hashtags now. So if you uh, type in hashtag the LinkedIn black belt, you'll find all of my content. You'll find a lot of my information. I also, um, I recently created a Facebook community where I have a lot of people just having conversations and learning about how to leverage LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a cool thing that I'm growing as my baby. And then I'm doing my very first um, LinkedIn Academy, where I'm bringing people through to start getting to that, black, you know, uh, the black belt status. I'm, I'm right. launching that in March. So I'm super excited about that.
1: Oh, yeah, that is exciting. You're reaching the masses. It's not yeah. a mano imano anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Of yeah. course, that's a great strategy. Yeah. All right. So, thank you so much, Deborah uh, from Thrivoo.com. Why don't you? That's T H R I V O O. Thrivoo.com. Exactly. And yeah. the LinkedIn black belt at LinkedIn. Yes,
2: yeah, so the LinkedIn black belt on LinkedIn. And if you're on Facebook, you can look under uh, LinkedIn
1: Money Secrets, and you'll find
2: my Facebook page.
1: Nice. Yeah, it's a good way to merge those two um, two platforms. Yeah, Well, thanks for your time. And thanks for your thoughts today, Deborah. We really appreciated getting to know you more. Okay. Thank you so much, Charlotte.
0: Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com, or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.